This is episode 388 on the 9th of July 2021 as the first week of July gets over and we have a very special menu for this morning's episode everyone sees the gadget as something magical something that can unburden us of putting pressure on our gray matter well on one hand i do agree with that on the other hand once again the definition of technology is narrow and that shall be discussed as this episode progresses so let's take a look that what is on the menu for this morning's episode we shall discuss memory and patience two things which world over pseudo psychologists and other experts feel that has been lacking as far as It's the dangerous. 21st century is concerned and then the song let's let's twist again a song which was then copied into an indian movie out whiskare which one was the original i leave it for the listeners to find out but the songs are so eerily similar if you listen to the actual song you won't know which one is original and which one is copied though indian movie is another word for copying movies well controversial but yes indian movies copy plots stories songs just pick up the idea and just translate it that's a known truth no controversy and nothing against the creative elements that may be 2 out of 1000 movies provide let's start this episode with this particular song come on everybody clap your hands all you looking good i'm going to sing my song it won't take long we're going to do the twist and it goes like this come on let's twist again like we did last summer yeah let's twist again like we did last year do you remember when things were really humming yeah let's twist again twisting time is here he and round and round and up and down we go again oh baby make me know you love me so and then twist again like we did last summer come on let's twist again 
liquidate last year twist yo who is that flying up there is it the bird no is it the plane no is it the twister yeah twist again like we did last summer come on let's twist again like we did last year do you remember when things were really humming come on let's twist again twisting time is here he round and round and up we go again oh baby make me know you love me so and then come on twist again like we did last summer let's twist again like we did last year come on let's twist again twisting time is here time for a short break Welcome back after the break. Now let's get to the main dish of this morning's episode: memory and patience. Let me read. Let me read these lines, and then we shall discuss in details. Our culture commands when we are faced with challenging cognitive tasks to buckle down, apply more effort, and work the brain. even harder harder this we are told is how we get good at thinking yes that's true but this article further goes on to say that this result has not been a gratifying bulking up of our neural muscle on the contrary all the mental effort we have mustered over the past year has left many of us feeling depleted and distracted unequal to the task that have never stopped arriving in our inboxes well i disagree no task i have done over the past one year has left me feeling depleted and distracted because once again it's a state of mind unequal to the tasks that never stop arriving in our inboxes well once again i have a different new point for me no task is a pressure task yes it can take a lot of time but yes what else should a human do don't take task as a task don't take is that something that if you don't do well someone else will say that no a task poorly done the moment it comes into your head that if you have done something that is done something creative as writing a book writing a song producing a talk show episode or anything and you should just enjoy the process while doing all that forget whether you will receive negative or positive 
comments that is irrelevant and if you take it as a task as a work it will never be more than the gratifying bulking up of our neural muscle no pressure if you do anything with fun if you have fun while doing any activity it will never be a pressure activity but what has been the solution be just and then once again look at the lines all the mental effort we have put over the past year well i have put only one person mental effort over the past year i am one of those who never is under pressure while doing any tasks so yes i don't agree with this but then this article also says that to take the pressure of our neural muscle we should use technology for example for decades the mobile phone has been used as a tool for calling texting and now we can add sending videos and images and whatever other files well that email was being used for that fax was was being used for that and first let's talk about programming numbers into into the phone technology is designed to fulfill just this function who remembers telephone numbers anymore well i disagree guess for decades since the first time mobile phones were introduced we started adding numbers well it's not a new activity it's not happening right now now that our smartphones can supply them and we are accustomed to using devices to both unburden the mind and augment its capacity you really think a device unburdens the mind no well i have my diary for that if i have to write an idea i will use my diary yes i will use my device and i will not augment its capacity exploited to the end well that's how it is but i think this article or the writer of this article forgot that once upon a time you for decades humans never remember numbers there was an electronic diary remember the electronic diary the small notebook that we used to have we inputted and programmed numbers into that and even if a mobile phone provides us or a cell phone provides us a number it's we who decide whom to call the mobile phone is nothing more than a slave it's doing our labor for us yes technology helps but then does it affect your memory if i put everything into the computer no because before technology before mobile phones we had a diary there was the electronic diary human beings have never remembered numbers we only remember a few numbers which we dial again and again this article says that there is too much pressure on the brain we don't remember the important thing i don't know what defines important i have numbers in the phone yes but the phone can 
to us any time it can go kaput any time and i don't want any backup for that so i'm trying to make sure that my phone lasts for another 15 20 years because i don't have the patience or the time to change a phone but that's another debate for another day let's not get to carried away by this whole mobile phones save numbers so we don't remember numbers well i disagree with that it doesn't happen like that it's just a pretense we think that why do we remember numbers but then we for example if you have to call someone the mobile phone doesn't know whom you have to call even if there's a pattern of you calling certain individuals at that time and if the ai of the mobile phone by its own cognizance sumo to cognizant decides to call that person it will not work because even if we call a person at a certain time that person on that day may not respond that person may be not available on the phone so yes the mobile phones can only provide numbers but then we have to input numbers somebody has to input numbers we get so carried away by technology yes technology is there the pen is a technology my wrist was wrist watch is a technology the fax was a technology and that's how it is but we have never remembered numbers what is mobile if you look at the numbers how they are programmed they are programmed by letters i also have a diary in which the numbers are programmed by letters a b c d or by some other means but guess you need to have couple of numbers in a diary why because the mobile can go kaput any time and this discussion on gadget gets me to discussing patience now another hypothesis which is being propelled into a theory and a few propagandists trying to say that gadgets on the extreme hand are making us lose our patience and make us boring well in contemporary times we have been told don't go out why don't meet people because of another illusionary and hypothetical virus floating around every time you read the newspaper you see in the news don't go out god when necessary caller tunes here there the same old story the same old boring phrase don't go out go out when necessary then what do you do don't meet people don't meet this person don't meet that person it's all don't do this and what to do we all know what to do but don't do this is 95% and do this is only 5% then you turn to gadgets but then gadgets have been there for decades we get carried away by this ott era i don't see anything special in this ott or digital cable network era no nothing yes gadgets are useful but i'm sure even a radio was a huge deal 50 years ago and radio is still a huge deal right now the radio was on the phone but the radio is in the computer but the radio exists and radio is also a marvelous piece of technology till today even tv is a piece of technology but what is not technology neither art not skill is 
coding and hacking everybody is proud of coding and hacking i have no idea what they mean all i know is that hacking is a negative activity you hack into we are so overawed by hacking this can be hacked that can be hacked if we know that and why don't we do something to prevent it hacking can only happen if that person has access to our internet if you cut off the access if you feel that your device is being hacked turn off your internet that person can't remotely switch on your internet that's not going to happen turn off your device put your device on airplane mode and then for me writing a book or a poem or something similar is more creative than spending time making applications and other ai features because we are so obsessed with ai yes one day ai will come and take over will gadgets take over in 20 years from now i don't know but maybe maybe not but if i have to be concrete about it i don't think gadgets can take over if we think a robot can take over how do you disable a robot it's, it's eventually an amalgamation of wires just pour water on it the robot will stop working so i don't fear robots this fear of machines taking over super computers with super computation powers more than humans well it doesn't happen super computers can compute but super computers don't know what to compute they don't think for themselves and they will never think for themselves and anyways the terminator example if you go deep into how the terminator example comes about it's a human who sends the terminator back to the future and it's programmed to do certain thing it doesn't think for itself and then if you see the movie the kid which it is supposed to protect it's the kid who who tries to change the computer's mind the terminator doesn't think for itself the terminator has to eliminate a few suspects it does that that's how it is programmed if you change the programming it will not protest so if the supercomputer is doing an activity i can easily change an activity in any ways movies ex- exaggerate this fear of machines taking over well there's the internet of things in terms of alexa and siri yes but they don't think for themselves and then if i clap my hands and say lights off well then i'm lazy i'd rather walk and switch off the lights uh, on the other hand it's a sign of laziness if we think that we can just tell the computer search this for me still it will not i would rather do the heavy the grunt work and search for myself because i know what to search what are the keywords and if i tell the computer then i am depending on that what if it doesn't understand my exact word what if i ask for a and it gets me x so yes it's useful all these ai is useful but it's artificial they never think for themselves 
instead of saying that we would become their slaves if if they are not useful eliminate them it's only a gadget it's not it's an inanimate object it has no emotions it's not a tactile object it's not an object with sense you can control it you can switch it off yes computers have been helping us but still you need a human to control even if there is automation you have to type in the computer that this is how i want this to be designed so yes it will increase the productivity but it will never think for itself that's how the things are and then the matrix terminator example first understand they are movies the writers exaggerated those things are never happening okay. terminator an ai coming from the future and changing things machines taking over it's subjective it's fictional and if we are getting afraid well then i don't know what's going to happen and in the relative talk of patience let's talk about how we no longer are attuned to watching long videos or reading bulky books in fact we are so lazy that we want to don't want to read books we want someone else do the grunt work create the audio books and then just listen to it but no not for me i will not want to re- listen to a book in someone else's voice tone and understanding i will read a book whether it's fiction non fiction entertainment education whatever be the genre i will read at my own pace and i will not let somebody else's voice influence what is my analysis of that book that is never going to happen and as far as long videos are concerned people want shorts 10 12 minute videos it doesn't work with me there is no fun in that so yes bulky books i can read watching long videos yes but it has nothing to do with patience for example if there is a tv show that is of a one hour duration you can easily divide into two parts of 30 minutes each 30 in the evening 30 in the 30 in the afternoon 30 in the evening or 30 in the morning 30 in the afternoon divide it you don't have to watch it one line and even if you do pause take a break come back watch it again and as far as reading bulky books and saying that there is no time for all this well that's laziness this fear of machines taking over is laziness this dependent on this theory that we don't remember number anymore is laziness because someone has to program numbers into the phone diaries still exist there is nothing wrong in putting numbers in a physical diary phones may not help us all the time understand this coding and hacking are useful but they are neither an art nor a skill if you ask me what do i prefer coding hacking or writing an article of course writing an article takes precedence because that also uses your gray matter uses the neural waves in the brain you think about it and if 
But when I write an article or I do any other activity, I don't see it as an activity. If I enjoy it, for me, as this article said, there is no pressure on my grey matter or whatever it is. It's a simple understanding. Let's not get carried away by this whole dependence on technology. But there's one more thing I would like to add in this particular article, a very interesting point. One last resource for augmenting our minds can be found in other people's minds. Interesting line. We are fundamentally social creatures, okay, oriented forward thinking with others. Maybe problems arise when we do our thinking alone. I disagree. For example, confirmation bias which leads us to preferentially attend to information that supports the beliefs we already hold. Human beings have been biased for centuries and even if we hold discussions, it doesn't matter. It's 20 views at the same time but there is no agreement so other people's views fine that's what i do someone writes for example everyone praised new zealand for their efforts and that was already a confirmation bias because for them new zealand what had already won even before the tournament started but no i said the other way around so yes if their minds were augmented while by, by reading my article about New Zealand's apparent deceptive victory, well, that's on you all to find out. Humans evolved faculty for reasoning is not aimed at arriving at objective truth. Okay, point out cognitive scientists. It is aimed at defending our arguments and scrutinizing others. Thus, vigorous debates engaged with an open mind are the solution. Well, that happens. I have engaged in debates. That's absolutely fine. I don't need someone to tell me. The minds of other people can also supplement our limited individual memory. Well, this I disagree with. No one has limited individual memory. It's a choice. A transactive memory system can effectively multiply the amount of information to which an individual has access. Okay, everybody has different viewpoints as the article says. This to a fair extent does make sense. But... If you listen to the commentary, there are no views which are different. One commentator doesn't disagree with the other. It's as if they have a similar similar script. Here, they don't have an open mind. It's the commentators who have the limited individual memory because they talk about the same things again and again. And somebody else is supplying them information in their earphones. They don't think for their own. Most commentators don't think on their own. Information is supplied through the earphones. Someone else is doing the grunt work. 
or someone else is controlling them that's for sure if you look at how the thing works out very few commentators are able to carry out what actually commentary means more than just praising the efforts of the sports person or just pandering to the obsession with data and statistics but most don't do it those who debut they start with an open mind but once you have spent more than a decade then your bias comes in that why i didn't have such a record why i didn't have such easy conditions to play in whether it's tennis hockey football whatever in the sport why did i have to struggle to play 40 matches when this individual despite not contributing as an individual or to the team irrespective of the sport has played 80 matches then that commentators bias comes in and they are always biased even though you have three four commentators and the feeling is that they all are individuals with vigorous views but they are controlled by one person sitting in the back supplying information to them in their earphones so and they don't have an exquisite memory all the information is supplied they don't even remember what happened in the last match all the grunt work is done by the people at the back so when it come and there is no debate you will never see a supposed senior commentator being disagreed to by a supposed junior or debut commentators they will look at the senior commentator with oh oh my god he played so many matches he's been he played for 12 13 years despite the fact that he may have retired 10 years ago and things may have changed yes but his views are perfect and there is your con- there is your confirmation bias so you would rather do commentary alone because you can then control the situation no one is supplying information in your head yes you will get information from somewhere but if i am a commentator and if i see statistics will i be influenced by it no i will give you more examples on this in the next episode This ends episode number 
388 on the 9th of July 2021 i will be back on monday as we begin a fresh week with episode number 389 on the 12th of July 2021 with the theme 50 till then goodbye and good night from the weekly show with aditya continuing on that discussion if you are bored and don't know what to do and thinking of doing something concrete read my book the fifth empire and beyond the tv but remember you have to read them they may seem bulky but they are of educational content and entertainment so you buy the book either in the ebook or the hard copy format and read them yes available in kindle you have to read each and every page no audio book no influence of any other individual's voice tone or intonation or any other voice body language read on your own analyze on your own and use your own cognition for the same don't be lazy audio books are fine but it's better if you read on your own and use your, use your own cognition in the meanwhile while you are waiting to buy the book you can subscribe to my youtube channel and have fun watching the episodes